The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's going on across the seas? It ain't nothing. Get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. We're back again for another episode Tuesday. Hanging with the boys. That's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center where the weather is mild today. I looked on my, oh, here it is. It popped up on my app. Finally, today, high of 85, currently 77. We'll get some rain in a little bit. Nothing wrong with a little bit of rain, yeah, but the weather's, the weather's turning. The grass is getting greening. April showers bring May flowers. Mm-hmm. We are without our homeboy, uh, Nate Newton. He's on the road again. Yeah, big time in us again. In Boulder. Kind of go see. Uh, see, is he his, getting a job up there? You know what? <laughs> up there so much. You know what? I'm starting to feel I'm that way. To feel that way. I'm starting to feel like uh, you know. I mean, Dion you go up there once. Says, the facility. I ain't hard to find. Mm. Dion said, "I'm I'm packing my luggage, <laughs> and it's Louie. Ooh. Nate's not a carry-on. He's more of a, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You got yeah. to yeah. check that luggage. That might be a little oversized. <laughs> yeah. You might have to pay a little extra yep. for Nate's luggage. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like, you know, one of those Admiral Club type people and they get you two bags for free. <laughs> but Nate's in Boulder. He'll call in maybe second segment. He said if practice was over. That's oh. what he told Yeah, yeah, I talked to him yesterday. He's practice like, well, you was know, over. If, if practice, well, they have spring practice right now. That's probably oh, why he's up there. Man. So that offensive line better be good next he, year. He, he's, he's working on a job. But nonetheless, wow. uh, my boy Chris is in the back across yes, from me. The senior editor, he has some he has some goodies today that he'll broadcast. Dude, yes. Uh, senior editor and one hell of a dude, Kurt Daniels. I am Jesse Holly. Together we make hanging with the boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. This segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Chris, Kurt, how's yes. your mentals, man? How's your dentals? I haven't asked that in a while. Good. I'm a little tired, to be honest, but uh, overall, you know, glad to have this magazine. Late night, early mornings? Yeah. Actually, my wife uh, flew back into town, and she had a late flight, got in in late, so... Yeah. Yeah. Welcome home. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Welcome home. What about you, Chris? Man, how's your mentals? How's your dentals? Man, I'm doing great. I was uh, I was Mr. Mom last night. My wife's out of town. Did she go to the Taylor Swift concert? She's out of town. town. Okay, we went you. to the Taylor Swift concert on Saturday. Ooh, wow. Swifties? So, I'm not a Swifty, <laughs> but I will tell you that she puts on a heck of a show. And yeah. her stage is pretty amazing. Three hours. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we had our two kids with us, and it was. Uh, it started good, and then they fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they must be worn out falling yeah. asleep with all that yeah. going on. Yeah. We, uh, we had to leave with like four songs left. Wow, that sucks. Dang. That's all right. all right, Kurt. You got some. You got some goodies over there, man. What you got? What you yeah, got? Show I don't. Know, Chris, you can pop this up. Our uh, official 2023 um, draft guide is out hey. now. So there you see. Yeah, yeah. Got all the scouting reports. More than ever. Kyle Yeomans did a great job uh, breaking that down. Uh, 500 players listed. So uh, 
You know, it's Cowboys draft. You should do it the Cowboys way. Here, pick Absolutely. one up. DallasCowboys.com slash star. Go there. You can get one uh, print or digital. DallasCowboys.com slash This is probably why he's star. tired, by Yeah, it's probably why, yeah. It's yeah, it's more so this was, than the other hard week. Yeah, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, get those get those, and send them in. Kurt will sign them for you. I don't know if he will actually sign them for you. I don't think but he it, want my yeah, signature. If he, sees but... you, if he sees you around. But that, we'll kinda, get Kyle to sign it. Yeah, we'll get Kyle to sign it. Uh, but but with that, that leads us kind of into this next deal. Uh, the 30 visits yeah. uh, are beginning. And let's just kind of give a background of what 30 visits, 30 visits are. So each NFL team gets 30 players of their liking to come to their facility. Now, no workouts can be done. There's no, just not a second combine or a second pro day. Okay. It's physicals. It's meetings. It's kind of just, in layman's terms, it's second base. Hmm. All right. Combine, pro, uh, you know, pro days yeah. are like first base. I get a chance to meet with you. Combines, everything. Now it's limited. You you don't you don't have all night to quarter, dude. There's limited time. You got to get them in, get out. It's like speed dating. Yeah, yeah. The thirty visits are like, all right. You know what? We I met you at the speed dating situation. You know, I got your digits. I kind of like your size and your style. <laughs> you know, tell me what your interests are. Who you be with. Things that make you smile, what numbers to dial. We're going to be, that's a big verse. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're going to be here for a round. I'm going to call my crew. You're going to call your crew. We're going to rendezvous mm. at the club in round two. All right. Oh, you got it going on there. I'm, I'm, I'm good today. Wow, today I'm rocking right. and rolling. So this is the 30 <laughs> visits. They, they bring 30 guys in. They get a chance to get the second base. They get a chance to get physical. They get a chance to kind of get more in depth. Yeah. Maybe get on some boards. And this is this is that courting process. This is the guy that is saying, all right, we like these guys. We want to bring them in. We want to talk just a little bit more with them. And so if you're seeing guys on their social media, if you see if you're happen to be around the star or in the star or in the in the five billion dollar mile, whatever it's called here, billion dollar five mm. mile. And you start seeing some guys who don't look like regular human beings yeah. who may look a little dif- different. Uh, they're probably here in their 30. Yeah. And, and that's that's kind of the Cowboys have their big board and they'll try to fit some of those guys on their big board to come in for visits. Yeah, they always seem to grab a couple of them in the draft. So there's it's definitely important, I would think. Yeah, second base. Yeah. Second second base. Second base. Did you do 30 visits when you're coming out? Oh, nobody wanted to court me. Nobody oh, wanted to court me. That. I'm telling you, nobody wanted oh. to court me. It was I don't know like how long has 30 visits been a thing? Because you gotta remember true, I'm yeah. getting kind of old, Kurt. <laughs> like, I'm getting well. I'm getting to the point where like <laughs> Like I Old can start football years, like, I can maybe. start calling kids kids like like hey kid <laughs> relax you know okay. I'm, I got twenty years on you so it was funny yeah. it, uh, um, former cowboy Kayvon Frazier was on the flagship station yesterday and they asked him they said do you know who Jesse Holly is Kayvon said I have no clue who he is what I was like wow I tweeted no him. I, was way. Like, I was like hey Kayvon my name is Jesse Holly like, <laughs> but that's, but I'm getting to that point where yeah. guys of the current you know selection of players yeah. Are like who are these old, you know? It's always a mystery, you know. The Cowboys such have such rich history, and I think as fans we expect incoming guys to know the history of the Cowboys. They don't, they haven't kept track. They don't know what's. So Jesse, I have a question for you. Since yes. you're probably the only one that in this panel has played in the NFL. That's not, it's not probably. It's not, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know, you getting confused back just, there? Or, you know, <laughs> maybe in our dreams. But anyways. So when you were coming out, uh, you went to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and you're from Jersey. Correct. So did you go to like a 
I mean, did you have a Dallas day, quote unquote? Like, no. Did you go to Carolina or did you go to the Jets, the I Giants? Think, honestly, I think Dallas day is just a Dallas based thing. I don't no, think no, it's, well, they, it's, it's a league thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. So they have a Houston day and they can like University of Houston guys or if you like. Uh, I get, that's why. I, like, when did Houston. all this stuff start? Because I didn't have a Jersey day. There wasn't a Giants day yeah, or Jets day. I had it for a while. Really? Oh, yeah. Never you got one of those days. Like, I was. Never, never. You know, it's probably during mm. basketball season, so they're like, ah, it's not about bother him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like just doing March Madness. Let's not. Um. <laughs> so, how, how did at this time of year then, kind of that dead period, when you know a lot of the big stuff is done, pro days, all the down, all that. What, what is, what are guys doing? What were you doing? Were you just training? And training, getting out the word, and trying to connect people. Training. Um, uh, it was a lot of training. A lot of training. I trained in Phoenix. Funny, my training house, um, my training house had, um, God rest his soul, Gaines Adams. Uh, he was defensive end out of Clemson. Mm-hmm. Passed away a couple years ago. Darrell Revis. Oh, wow. Chinadu in Chinadu. What's Chinadu's last name? Chinadu. He went to Notre Dame, played safety at Notre Dame, went to, to, to the Bengals. Martellus Bennett lived two houses down from us, and he stayed at our like he always was at our house. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a, there was one more. There was a, there was a, a, a um, Denard Denard, not Denard Robinson. It was another Denard something. But that was like our combine house. Yeah. Darrell Rubens got the big room though. Oh. Like he got the he got the master room. We all <laughs> we all got the other kind of. Even then, it was there was a ranking and a hierarchy of. And and our agent let us know like. Darrell Revis was always the first one to get talked to. Darrell Revis was always the first one to get his stuff came in first. Oh. He was the first one to eat. It was there. Was, there was a there really? was a pecking. Oh, so all you guys had the order. same agent. Your agency yes. put this up, set you guys yes. up. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes. Our agent all put us up. As it was like Darrell Revis needed company. That's basically what it came, came down. <laughs> to. It was like Darrell Revis needed company. <laughs> oh, and, and so that's why that. we were all we were all there. But you know, I think these thirty visits are important because more so now than ever, there's this sense of getting to know the player. Right. Um, I know that we have technology and, you know, Instagram and TikTok and all that kind of stuff, but the NFL, even even in its modern growth, a lot of the decision makers are still old school. Right. That's like like look at like look at our how old is Chris Hall? How long has Chris Hall been around? Oh. 20, 20 years? At least, yeah. Um, what's my other guy's name? Oh, God. Oh, super. Um, we used to have oh, Tom, Tom um, Szyskowski used to be here. and then yeah. Who's the other guy? He's mad old. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, looks like a grungy about. old. Yeah, he's really nice. He looks he's, like he's, an old right. guy. He's, he's a, a great guy. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name. Come Luke, on, Chris. Chris, who's, who's our guy? Who's here? Yeah. Still? He's yes. still here. You know how the older gentleman is kind of short? Do you mean Henry Schroka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that him? Yes. Yeah. Will McClay, like all these guys yeah. are still old school guys. Our our front office, right? Our GM, mm-hmm. the guy who's going to ultimately make the big decisions. Mm-hmm. He's a very old school guy. Yeah. So a lot of the ownership, they want to get these guys in the building. They want to sit down and talk to them. Coaches want to talk to them. They want to, you know, get them on the board, see where their knowledge is at for the pro game. Because that's a lot of what people fail to realize. And I was thinking about this the other day when it came to the name that came to mind was Jalen Tolbert. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's in these visits that you can kind of sometimes see how um, the progression right. that happens. And 
What people also fail to realize is, and I was listening to Kayvon Frazier, and he was talking about how the Cowboys, as a as a brand, that he was talking about, you know, how it was in Vegas when he was with the Raiders, he was with Bishashia and the Raiders. He's like, people think like we're on the strip and we're in the middle of Vegas. We're actually not. We're mm-hmm. actually secluded away from all of that. And it's you get a lot of football work done. He's like, opposed to Dallas, he's like, man, you look up, people's are in the skybox, and people are walking through practice. Oh. And he's like, it, it, it. Yeah. And some players aren't used to that sort of celebrity. And, how, it, how and it, you, it hurts. It hurts your it hurts your mental progress of getting yeah. in the playbook, learning it, because you're you're dealing with so many outside distractions, especially if you don't come from a place where you're used to that type of energy. How can you I mean they're here like a day or whatever, two or whatever. It's short period. I mean I would think it'd be hard to determine that based off a quick visit that this guy is gonna be able to handle the spotlight of the Cowboys. When did you know that your wife was your wife? Oh, I don't know. First date? Well, I knew that I was, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know if I... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. you feel that energy, yeah, right? Yeah. You feel that energy when you meet someone. You're like, okay, this this is how I get to third base. Now now I want to get to third base. Now yeah. this is a player that I want to explore more. I want to learn more about. I want to do more with. I want to grow with him. And then ultimately draft day, I want to make it. Yeah. I want to signify our bond. <laughs> right. By drafting you. Yeah. I, I, I want to tell you that I want you, I want you to want me, and together for the next three, four, five years or beyond, that you and I are going to be one. Okay. So I think that's, that's the important well, part how, oh, maybe about we that. Go to break. Yeah, let's go to break. Okay. What's, up, what's your thoughts? We'll get on the other side of this break. Well, I just wondered, like, there's a, you always see these players, like, you wonder about their backgrounds. Are they going to fit in? Like Jalen Carter right now, a lot of people have questions about him. But are teams really concerned about it? Are they, are right now, are they learning more about, can this guy learn our system quickly? Are they, or is it more about, is this guy ba- guy's background going to be an issue? We'll answer that question on the other side of this break as well as talk about Dak Prescott. He's kind of feeling a little bit of the pressure and saying mm-hmm. there's a sense of urgency now. The coaching has changed. We're, we're bringing some players in. Things are shifting. I, I, I can possibly be on my third head coach yeah. if we don't get this thing right. So we'll see how Dak Prescott is feeling about that. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls. With Star Sports Tours, you can. 
Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. This Tuesday off-season edition, we are short. One of our teammates, Nate Newton, is in Boulder, Colorado with Prime. I ain't too hard. I love that saying. I'm just going to say that right now. I love that I ain't too hard to find. Like, that is good. I, should, I, I need Nate to bring me back one of those hoodies. If he can do anything Ooh, for me. Bring, me. bring me back a Colorado Ooh. I ain't too hard to find. You're jumping on, on the bandwagon here. I don't right? know if I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I like that <laughs> saying, like though. Saying. I like that saying. And like, that's, that's, that's one of those deals where only a select few can say that. Yeah. Like, Dion is one of the few that can say, that's I ain't true. too hard to find. That's true. I, I ain't too hard to find. This segment yeah. is brought to you by Blockchain. Blockchain.com. How's, how's, how's your mentals and dentals? My mentals and dentals are, uh, are well I brushed this morning. Um, I do need to get a wisdom tooth pulled. Oh, that's yeah. not fun. I do need to get a wisdom tooth pulled. Thank God for insurance. Yeah, um, no doubt. But that's going to happen eventually. Um, you know, wisdom teeth, you don't really need them. I've had them long enough. <laughs> now they're starting sure to kind of grow and push into my other ones, so yeah. i gotta got to go ahead and get that thing taken out. No, um, they just doing one or the whole whole bunch? I just think one, just one. up top, yeah. up top, top left, top left. No fun. Um, my mentals are good. Ah! I know. My <laughs> mentals, uh, mentals are good. That's a good thing. Um, just another news. Um, you know, guys, I'm the AD at KCA, and we had we had our first middle school baseball game oh, really? in KCA history. I started a baseball program. Nice. Yeah, we we got we got, we lost, yeah. thirteen to five. But the kids were happy. They they good. they were learning the game of baseball. I'm learning the game of baseball more in depth. So that's a good thing. So shout out to KCA and all of the of the yes. young people, the middle school boys Hope who had their first. Keep that program going. That's, I do too. I think yeah. this is going to be my program that kind of ushers it into high school in a couple of years. So shout Excellent. out to all of them and, and, and Coach Matthew. I appreciate all your energy that you put into that. Um, now back to your question, Kurt. Can you? I forgot it. I'm gonna be honest with you. Can well, you? I was like, when you, these guys are coming in for the 30 visits, is it take uh, Carter, the the stud defensive tackle coming out this year? There's been a lot of questions about his background and is he going to? Who, be by the way, said he's not visiting anyone outside of top ten? Yeah, for his which, agent Drew Rosenhaus. I think, to, which means that he's not coming here. Right. And I think, but to some, that's another red flag in, in to some degree. So, but when they're coming in these 30 visits, is it more about? Figuring out these guys' backgrounds, how they're gonna, you know, what they're gonna be like as a person, or is it more about like, can they work within our system? Can they learn our system quick? Um, maybe it all, maybe it all goes together, but I'm just wondering. I think it's yes. Yeah. I think it's I think it's yes. I think it's an opportunity for position coaches to get with these players to kind of go over some of the things offensively, mm-hmm. defensively, um, depending on who who you are, and, and then. 
you know, I, I want to feel you. Like, I, I, I physically want to feel you. I, I want to see what you're – because a lot of these questions that will be asked, they'll be probing questions. They'll be mm-hmm. questions that, you know, can you get on the board? You know, you'll have questions like, tell me what you ran at your university and, mm-hmm. and break it down to me. Do you have an understanding of your system, what you were at? Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you can't explain to me your system at your school – then yeah. you're going to struggle here. Right, right. You know, so sometimes it's just getting a knowledge of, because if I tell you, you know, hey, here's what we run, you know, go and do it, that's more quarterback stuff. But for, let's just use receivers, for example, because that's mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed to. Right. They'll ask you, give me your top five plays that you would run in your offense at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I would give them to them. And they would say, okay, give me this scenario. It's second quarter. It's Second and eight, we're passing the football. What pass play are you going to? Mm, okay. I, they want to see what your thinking is. Right. They want to see, you know, what routes you like to run, what yeah. concepts you like, you know, and does that make sense to what they saw on film? Does that make sense to what they're – and then they'll ask some questions about their offense and, right. and see if you can't remember. They'll go through some stuff. But it, it's, it's – like I said, it's, it's a second date. It's more past the whole, you know, what color do you like. And it, yeah. it's a little bit more – in depth. It's a, what's, what's the third date then? The third date of the phone calls around draft time. Okay. That's when they start, you know, calling around draft time. And we we're looking at you here. Yeah, uh, we're looking uh, at you there. Uh, you know, you you know that, that kind how of you back feeling? And forth. Yeah, how you feeling? You haven't jumped out of airplanes lately. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you play basketball. They start really you digging know? into the background a little bit yeah. more. You're start good? really, you know, and then of course, you know, draft night. Yeah. There you go. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's consummated. Get that call. It's consummated. These guys got to be – it's just going to be stressful. I mean, you would think in some ways it's fun because this is a golden opportunity, a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But, yeah, man, just that stress of knowing you have to perform and say the right things over there in the 30 visit. And, <laughs> and you know. But, you know, the thing is is that you're so coached up on that now. Most of these young athletes – and this is going back to even when I was in the combine, like, like they have people who come out. So a part of your combine training is agents or facilities will hire former scouts, mm-hmm. former GMs, former front office personnel, people who work within that part of the organization. So they will hire them out, and then they'll come to the facilities, and they'll do interviews. Yeah. And they'll ask those probing questions. They'll, they'll, they'll ask you those uncomfortable questions just to kind of get you prepared and how to answer things. So it, it's, it's, it's really a dog and pony show up to this point. Like, it, it really is. Because like, even, even at, the, at, at the pro days and the workout, depending on what type of player you are, if you're like a first-round pick, like you're kind of you're really putting on the workout. They may have some things, but you're like, hey, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to show you all these times, especially the quarterbacks. It's like you know, we're going to put on the show, and and you'll watch. Okay. You may get a little bit of you know kind of hey, I want to see you throw an out route. I want to see you throw this mm-hmm. route. But it's going to be under the confines of hey, we're going to do it our way. So you know that's what it is. But one guy who is Carson already, Palmer's made a career out of what you're talking about right now. After his career with doing this for quarterbacks, not Carson. It's Jordan. Carson? Is it Jordan? His Jordan brother? Palmer, the brother. I thought Carson does it too. Does Sorry. he? I think he did. I know Jordan. I know Jordan is like the like a quarterback guru coach that he does that with a lot of the quarterbacks at the combine and stuff like that. Fair enough. 
Carson did it too. Carson has a lot of money, bro. Carson has a lot of bread. He's he's golfing. Carson's golfing. Those guys are like, I'll look it up. It's Palm. It's Jordan Palmer. Carson's brother. It's Jordan. His little brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He he he's coaching all these guys to what to say in the meetings. Correct. This is what they're going to ask you. This is let's let's go over what you're going to say. They're going to ask you what your best game was. What's your best game? And then they're going to ask you about those plays. You know, and they'll go through tape. Yep. so. So. That's what it is. But one guy who's already in the building, who's already been consummated, who's already been paid handsomely for yes. his services, yes. is one Dak Prescott. And he recently came out and said he felt more urgency now after the roster, the coaching change. What do you think he means by that, Kurt? Well, I, I think that, like he said, that he's kind of realized that, you know, NFL is not for long and that his window. Maybe, you know, he's he's maybe he's entering the, the backside of his. You know, I mean, he might not. He's probably not there yet, but he's getting closer to, to that. Year eight. It's year eight for yeah, him. Yeah. Year eight. So, you know, he's seeing his coordinator leave, who he, you know, admitted that he didn't necessarily think a change was needed. He's seeing it, his quarterback's coach change, which his quarterback coach is now what two or three years older than him, and was not as good a quarterback as Dak was. <laughs> and so it kind of makes you wonder. And he saw you know, his best friend on the team leave. And so things are changing. And he's that's not to say that the people they brought in with Brandon Cooks and some others aren't, aren't going to make for a powerful offense. But I think he, there's this, you know, some of it's just talk. I'm going to work harder to do better. You know, we've heard that after a lot of games. I don't know if Dak could work any harder or do, you know, that kind of thing because he's – He's a guy that puts in the effort, I right. think. But it does make you wonder when he says he feels this sense of urgency, does that bring more stress and pressure to him? Like, i got to win now because if I don't, who's out the door next? Is it me or is it, you know, am I going to be one of those the next Tony Romo or Danny White who was real good but didn't win a you know title or whatever? I think the biggest thing when it comes to athletes of any sport um, – Anytime there's change, it's uncomfortable. Athletes learn and develop how to perform in uncomfortable situations, mm-hmm. but athletes don't like change in their situation. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Um, when you change my coordinators, when you change my coaches, when you change the personnel around me, when, when those things begin to change, especially those that change at a rapid rate, you know, every year, every two mm-hmm. years, every, you know, there's this level of comfortability where my quarterback coach, he and I understand certain things. My offensive coordinator, he and I understand certain things. Depending on what your head coach is, if he's offensively or defensively, we understand certain things. And I think now looking at Dak, you know, he's been through three quarterback coaches. He had Wade, yeah. he had John Kitnett, and then he had Kellen Moore. Right. Right? And then uh... – Nussmeyer. So now Nussmeyer, so that's yeah, four. Yeah. Um, this is your second head coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of these changes are happening. You lose your best friend in Zeke because he's now no longer with the Cowboys. Um, you're adding more pieces into the mix. You're trying to get guys on the same page. The roster is changing around you. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. At, at, at times when you're in it, even, even, at, even at the veteran level, you look up and you're going, wait a second. The, the guys that I came in here with, the guys who I kind of started this thing with, they're slowly fading away. 
Yeah. And I think Dak sees the writing on the wall. Like, Dak understands the business. I think if he doesn't, he's far behind. He understands the business side of things now. And he knows now that Mike McCarthy's on the clock. Yeah. He yeah, knows that. Yeah. And, and, and now, if Mike is on the clock, and for any reason that Mike is not here next year, well, guess what? The new guy that comes in, I have no ties to you. Right. So we're starting over. Yeah. We're starting over again. Mm-hmm. So now, do you learn another whole offense? Because whatever this other guy may come in, he may have a completely different offense. And that that depending on who that guy is, they may say, you know what? I don't want him to be my quarterback anymore. And if the Cowboys hadn't paid him yet or or extended him yet, then there's a conversation. All right, what is what is your succession plan, new coach? Yeah. Well, what is your do you want a, a new guy? Do you do we want to reset this thing because yeah, that'll, that'll bring us more cap space and more ability to do different things because we'll either draft a quarterback or find one that's a veteran that we're not paying fifty million dollars to per season. Yeah. So I think Dak understands that and sees that. Yeah. So when you heard him say he feels that urgency, did 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 you take that as a positive? Like he's really. Going an effort, or do you see that as a, the urgency being a negative? You know, I hate riding the fence. Yeah. I do. I don't like. I don't like the rash that it leaves. Um, I think it's both. I really do think it's both. I, I think he understands now that there's no time like the present, and I think he saw the way that the people began to like as a whole turn on him last year, like when things right. got ugly. Yeah. And, and and this league, the NFL, is not for long. Like, it's literally not for long. So while we think he's going to be here forever, you go have another season like you had last year, and the narrative changes completely. Mm-hmm. The narrative changes completely because they'll say, well, we got you some more help. Got you another receiver. Yeah. Th- that narrative will completely change. But I also think there's a level of pressure that we saw him put on himself last year. And you heard him say it week in and week out. You know, I'm just trying to make plays. I'm trying to, you know, I'm forcing it in because I'm trying to make plays. I'm trying to overcompensate for something. Mm-hmm. It's a hard position because you, you ask these guys after every game, well, why, I mean, what can you do? I'm, I'm going to get better. I'm not going to have more interceptions. You know, <laughs> what else is he supposed to say? You know, yeah. ah, we suck. We can't do this or that. You know, it's, he's, it's you the, can say that. Yeah, you could, but it's not the the player speak that they're all taught, and it's just it's it's sort of a catch twenty two because he has to say that, yet then when he does, he gets kind of criticized. Yeah. All right, when we come back in our last segment of the day, as we're heading into the draft, let's pose a question: What side of the ball is more talented? Mm. We can kind of we can kind of go through this thing maybe a little bit player by player and kind of. Figure out what side of the ball do you think is more talented. You guys play with us at home. Chris, you'll play with us as well about this thing. Not, But anyway, <laughs> we're, we're heading to the break. This is Hang With The Boys. We'll be right back. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. 
So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys. As we get through this segment, the last segment of the day, we appreciate you always for joining us, being a part of this family, being part of this crew. We hold it down even when Nate's not here. What if Nate takes a job in Boulder? Think he'd do that? I can't see him. Like he enjoys his. I think his. Fly in, spread that knowledge, and get out. I don't. I can't see him wanting to do the day-to-day grind of a. But Dion's a very convincing dude. That's true. Yeah. Dion's a very. And sometimes you do things for your friends that you might not necessarily want to do, hmm. but you'll go. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I can. I can consult. You know. I, yeah. You know. But you're right. I do think Nate has come to a point in his life where he doesn't like to be bogged down in one place at one time. Yeah. You can't drive he, off to Mexico or Florida. I was just going to say that. I was like, <laughs> Dion calls, calls Nate and says, hey, Nate, we got practice. Where you at? Well, um, actually, I'm up in uh, Montana right now. Um, just. Uh, but if anybody will get there on time, it'll be Nate. Like he yeah, gets, that's like, true. Like he drives. Like, where you at? Oh, like, listen, what time is practice, Prime? Practice is in, in, in four hours. All right, cool. I'll, I'll be there. I'm leaving Mississippi right now. Like, Nate's probably the one that'll get <laughs> Nate's probably the one that'll get there on time no matter where he's at in his, in his transition. Nate's probably, you know, his, just his running, not running buddy as in they're out running around, but just, you know, Dion probably doesn't know many people up there. Nate's a great friend. He probably just, come on up, hang with me, give me something to do here. I, I feel like Dion – Meets people. From yeah, he. I guess he don't know any strangers. Yeah, he don't. He not know any strangers, man. <laughs> he don't know any strangers. But uh, talking about talent, right? Nate Newton and Deion Sanders, two talented dudes. Both of them on different sides of the ball. Of course, Deion Primetime being one of, if not arguably, the best cornerback to ever. That's a crazy thing to say. Like when you think about mm. it in a vacuum. Yeah. To be the best ever <laughs> at a position in a league. That produces nothing but the best of the best. Right. Like that's a like it just hit me and it kind of even gave me goosebumps. <laughs> to be considered arguably 
the best ever at a position in a league full of people who are considered the best in the world. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, that's impressive. That's a, that's, that's a pretty hard to that's, that's man. No wonder. No, you're like that. I I see why Dion is is Dion. Like I see why he can act the way he acts because, and not not a bad way, but a confident way. Yeah. And you're the best ever at yeah. a position in the league that that produces nothing but the best of the best. But for the Cowboys, offensively, defensively, what side of the ball do you think is more talented? And you can t- you can tweet me at Mr. Fourth along. Um, your response, and I'll kind of go back and forth with you guys on it throughout the day. Nice. But what side of the ball, offensively, defensively, do you think is more talented? Let's take out the two best. Let's say quarterback offensively, right? Like we're always going to say quarterback offensively mm-hmm. is best. Yeah. Okay. And and you know what? No, because let's do this. Let's let's compare them. Yeah. Okay. Dak Prescott overall, you would say was the best player offensively. Uh, he's the most important player most offensively, important player. Okay. but pound for pound and, you know, best, you know, I don't know if he would, you would determine like Zach Martin is a hall of fame player, mm. you know, um, CD lamb is a, you know, he's one of the standout receivers in this league, but Dak is up there. I think he's still top so, 10. So, maybe so would you put, who would you put against Micah? Cause Micah's oh. overall the best yeah, Mike is arguably top five best player defensively in the league. Right, right. right? So he's number one on our defense. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, it's I guess you'd have to because the only player that can have that same kind of impact is probably Dak. It's probably Dak. Yeah. And I would even say if you compare those two, not the level of importance, but if you just compare those two in a in a in a in a head to head, I'm gonna say Micah. Like I would say Micah. Micah is. I'm not going to say just as important. He's important, but the quarterback's always the most important. Right. But defensively, he's – I mean, there's – he's he's got he – got you need him. He's got to have a good year. So who would you give the advantage to? Between those two? Yeah. Micah. Micah? Yeah. I would too. Yeah. What about you, Chris? I'd say Micah. Micah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's one for the defense. Yeah. So yeah. we're talking about talent-wise, right? Because this is the most talented side of the ball. So, right. Um would you say? I said next player up for Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, CD. I'd probably go CD. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I All right. So. so, Chris. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, just to be devil's advocate, I'll or the opposite. I'll just say Diggs. Okay, I, think, I, I like Diggs. Jesse's he's a, got he's a good player. that down already. He's going Diggs. No, absolutely not. Oh, really? I'm a receiver. I'm always going to pick a wide receiver. I'm always going to come on. He's always going with the I'm rim. I'm always going to pick a wide receiver. Uh, no, never. No, never. Yeah. Michael Irvin taught me that a long time ago. You pick the receiver. <laughs> you absolutely yeah. pick the receiver. So yeah, I, I'm going to say, I, I I do I think upside, like talent wise, that yeah, but. C.D. Lamb can do more on a consistent basis of what we saw him do in the last two years than what Trayvon yes. Diggs yes. can do at his position. And I do think that C.D. could be more impactful. Yeah. Um, you know, Trayvon is obviously a top cornerback, but I think C.D. is going to be able to change the, more of a game changer. I guess. Let's compare. Let's compare our two newcomers hmm. to this team. 
Stephon Gilmore, and Brandon Cooks. That's interesting. I would say historically it would be Gilmore, but I would think maybe now because of age, it would be Cooks. Stephon Stephon Gilmore does have a defensive player of the year underneath his belt. Right. He has one of those. Mm -hmm. But Brandon Cooks has six 1,000-yard seasons. With what, like four different teams or something? That's crazy. Like you think about his career, like in his career, he has like over 8,000 receiving yards in his career. And that puts him in the conversation with some people who – the Odell Beckhams of the world, yeah. you know, th- those type of people, when you look at the first couple years yeah. of, the, of the career, like, it's historic. Right. It's it's really historic. Now, he hasn't had the fanfare of those type of guys. Uh, I think it was like Larry Fitzgerald and Odell yeah, Beckham. Been a pro bowler, which shocked me. And, and that's the thing is yeah. that his numbers – but then again, you know, Brandon Cooks kind of has that um, – you know a bad player on a, a a bad NBA team, like the one player can really have a lot of numbers because the team is just so bad? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he averages 25 and 8. Like, yeah, but they're like 13 and 40. You know what I'm saying? Like their rec- <laughs> yeah. overall record. Yeah. So, like, Brandon Cook sometimes, like, he is the only option in those bad football teams. But he's been a part of some good football teams, too, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, been to so, two Super Bowls, right? Yeah. Two? yeah. So, who are you taking? I think I think Cooks just mainly because of the age factor. I think Chris. I'm gonna. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I think. I think Gallimore is 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 Gilmore. Oh, excuse me, Gilmore. Gilmore is the top like five cornerback in the league, in my opinion. So I mean, I would take him. Okay. Nice. All right. Let me see if Nate's calling in. Let's go interior. Let's mm. go. Mm. Let's go tank. Zach Martin. Uh, I think Zach. Yeah. Um, that's an O'Brainer. Yeah. It's Zach, by the way, if you ask me. Yeah, that's an O'Brainer. Yeah, he just is. Many question marks are on that offensive line. He's He's got to be the anchor in there. If he doesn't, it could be yeah. a tough season. Zach's another one, right? Like, Zach's another one of those Deion Sanders type players where you'll go down in history as being one of the best offensive guards. Yeah. At least in Cowboy history, but probably overall in in the NFL. I would think so. I mean, what has he got? More Pro Bowls than offsides? Something like that. Or holding. 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 Accepted holding call. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Again, that's one of the (laughs) – I think it it was more all pros than holding calls, I believe. Like, we take that kind of stuff for granted, that someone is just so good (laughs) all the time amongst the greats. Yeah. Like, think about everybody that he's had to face in his time in this league. And year in and year out – Season in, season out, he's regarded as, if not the best, one of the best, top two yeah. or three in the league. Yeah. That's Amazing. just, you know, that that that's that's man, that's that's a that's that's wild. That's wild. But it is. You know, we can go name for name for name, but I think but overall, overall, yeah, overall, overall, right now, I I think this defense. As a yeah. whole, as a whole, and that's weird for yeah. me to even say that. Mm. I think this defense overall right now is a more talented group, 
more put-together group right now than the offense? Yeah, I think I would agree with you. But um, I think, though, that if the offense, if you're talking the healthy offense, if um, – Tyron Smith does his thing. Tyron's never healthy. Terrence yeah, Steele Ty- comes back. If Tony Tyron's Pollard's good. If Ty- Michael Gallup returns to form. If See, all, it's a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs. <laughs> but I'm it's saying, a lot of ifs. If they are all healthy, I Boy, think. Boy, if if was a fifth, we all talent. be drunk. <laughs> and as many <laughs> ifs as you just named, <laughs> yeah. we'd be filthy drunk. Yeah. But you got you know, future Hall of Famer at guard, possible Hall of Famer at tackle, a Pro Bowl center, a Pro Bowl running back, a Pro Bowl receiver, a top. Tennish quarterback, another receiver who six thousand yard seasons. You know, I mean, it's it's there, but you know, will we? It's there on paper. Will we right. see it on the field? Yeah. So the Zach Martin stat was five holding penalties in eight years, and he has uh, eight All Pros. <laughs> uh, I think I want to say his holding penalty last year wasn't a holding call. Was no, it? he's yeah. had three declined over his career. <laughs> it's crazy. Like even when he gets a hold, like holding. Yeah. Him? You, yeah. The ref, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. You're wrong. Zach's not wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> but, like, you know, defensively you look up and you say, okay, Stephon Gilmore, defensive player of the year. You know, yeah. he has a bunch of Pro Bowls. Trayvon Diggs, he has, you know, he has some Pro Bowls. First team's all pro. Micah Parsons will, will probably be, if he continues on his trajectory, will be regarded as one of the best defensive players at the yeah. end of this thing mm-hmm. has ever played. You know, so there's there's still some players. Tank is a guy who's had some some Pro Bowls. And, mm-hmm. I mean, so there's, there's players defensively as well. That For sure. Even Leighton Van Der Esch has a Pro Bowl yeah. under his belt. Yeah. I mean, there are a bunch of guys. Maybe the best, best safety group in the league, maybe. I mean, three-headed monster yeah. with, with Curse Hooker and and um, Wilson. Wilson. So I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is the fun part about the offseason. We can just say. That's right. We can just say. But soon enough, we will be doing. Oh, yeah. The pads will come on. But right now, this is the end of our show. So what we're going to be doing is getting off. Because we got stuff to do. Oh, yeah. We got stuff to do. Life you is happening. a busy afternoon, huh, right? You're going to speak I do. somewhere? Yeah, I do. I'm going to speak uh, in Aubrey. Yeah. Right. But I got a Manny and Petty, though, first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> I got to go see my girl, Nikki. I got a Manny and Petty. So, do you have that, to go south to go north? Because Aubrey's north of here. Am I yeah, correct? I got to go. I'm, I'm not great with directions. I have to go to Louisville. So what is that, west? Louisville. Okay. Mm-hmm. West? Yeah. I gotta go west, then north. So west, north. Put some miles south. on today. Listen, I put miles on that. I love, I love my car. It's, she's gonna break down on me soon, but I uh, I love her. She's great. She's that's great. Good. It's she's good great. to have those good. Forty three, forty three miles to the gallon. Let's Ooh, go. Let's nice. go, baby. Let's right. get it. All right, let's get up out of here. Yes, sir. Kurt, Nate, wherever you are, we love you. Chris in the back for audio jazz for brother Willie, brother Will. Uh, Brother William, thank you for keeping us in his live. And most importantly, thank you, the people, the fans, the ones that keep us the number one rated show on YouTube across the DallasCowboy.com network. For all of them and myself, Jesse Holly, this is Hanging with the Boys. We out! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?